0: We want to remind everybody, uh, we talked quite a bit last week about personal uh, development and uh, the three books that we're really encouraging. uh, We're currently in the Slight Edge. Guys, there's so much. There's just so much there. Uh, The next book is going to be Frank Bedgers, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling. And I hear this a lot, Connie. Well, I've read that. Well, yeah, so have I probably a half a dozen to a dozen times, and I get something out of it every time. And I'm even getting a lot more out of Slide Edge this time than I did before. And then we're going to top it off with John Maxwell's book, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. And these are all books. If you don't have them, go ahead and get them now. Get them in, in uh, paper form, either hardback or paperback, because these are going to be books that are your go-to books. These are going to be books that – as you read it, have sticky notes to put in there because there's going to be things that you want to target to go back and listen to in the future. Personal development is going to be one of the keys this year, and I think to a degree, a lot of us last year, we were battling the the battle we had of being cooped up, and we really should have probably done a lot more on that personal development side. We didn't, but we're going to make that uh, a big advantage for us for this year. Uh, Also wanted to remind everybody, when it comes to getting information, um, other than uh, risk assessment, the carrier is not your best friend. It's not that they're not trying to help you, but if you call somebody and you get them on the phone and they're a whole life person, that's all they believe in is whole life. And I think one of the things that happens with a lot of people is understanding most of the products for sale in the insurance market are very good products. But people will take a very good product and apply it to the wrong situation. For example, if you need a new vehicle and you're a farm guy and you need something to haul a lot of of, um, uh, weight around, like a pickup truck, but you go into the dealership and they're a, a... a battery operated car, you know, mileage, and they try to sell you a uh, Chevy Volt, for example, uh, that's not what you need. You know, it's a good car but it's not what you need. It's not the right application. Now, if you're in the dealership and all you want to get is from point A to point B to work every day and you want the least expensive car you can get, the pickup is not the way to go. Does that make a pickup a bad truck or a bad vehicle? No, it's just not the right application you need. And a lot of times when we call the carrier, we get information based on their bias, You don't get information based on the need of your client. They don't understand our client. We're dealing with mortgage protection, middle America. They want something that's easy to get issued. Most of them have a few health issues, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight. Simplified issue is the way to go. But if you get a hold of the wrong person at the home office, you're not going to get the right advice that you need. Right, the
1: home office of the carrier. That is so true. And um In addition to that, giving you the wrong advice, if they're advising you on uh, a fully underwritten, fully med uh, product because they believe in that, you are certainly setting yourself up for success. We lost a really good agent uh, recently because all he wanted to write was uh, fully underwritten. Uh, a product uh, that Foresters has, and there's nothing wrong with a product if you're trying to write 400 or uh, 1,000 or more insurance. Somebody needs half a million dollars of insurance. Sure, that needs to be fully underwritten, but that's not our target market, and you're not going to run across those every day of the week. So make certain you're sticking with the program that Equus is setting up. Remember to follow the system. That's one of the four things you need every week to set yourself up is a system to follow, and following it is, of course, the best way. Um, Dick, are you ready to start out with uh, critical period? I am.
0: We did something uh, for a group last week on our team. They just wanted a clarification on understanding critical period, and I had done a training for them about six or eight weeks ago, and immediately their sales started climbing, but understanding the concept thoroughly, it wasn't clear enough. So I did a training for them last week. It went so well, they sold a bunch of sales again off of it. We felt like it was something we should do for the uh, team in general. And with as I go through this today, understand I'm not trying to change what you think. I'm trying to change how you think because there's a, a big difference in what we think and how we think. And understanding the concept of equity protection uh, is really one of the first steps toward helping our clients. This is a concept sale, guys. Uh, and I think as I go through, you'll understand more about what that means. Once the client understands the concept of what we're conveying to them, um that it's in their best interest, and whatever we do must be beneficial for the client and it must be affordable. So that's what I want you to focus on as I'm going through this today. Now, podcast number 80 on the Sylvester Team um, podcast gives you the how-to. It goes through all the questions, listen to the question, listen to the dialogue, listen to the tone in the voice, because all of that matters. But Podcast 80 is where you go after today's call to really um, cap this off. Uh, Today, we're attempting to explain why this concept is so important. I don't want to use the word important. I want to use the word imperative because it really is. Um, A lot of 68- to 75-year-olds are refinancing. Now, how many 68- to 75-year-olds do you know have stellar health? Now, we hear all the time, oh, Dick, this one here, he's healthy. You know, he runs, he does this, he does that. Yeah, and we do the blood work and we find out his kidney function is not proper. You know, 50% Fifty percent of all the people that do an insurance exam are going to be rated or declined they 'll find something in an old uh, medical record that is an in, uh, indicting of the uh, of their poor health or something that they knew that they forgot about or their labs so understanding this concept is going to be a part a really big part of it because most of the people in that sixty eight to seventy five even sixty to seventy five a lot of them their their health is going to be compromised, so we we've got a solution for that, and what's what we're going to go through now equity protection is truly a big part of what we do, and honestly, in many areas of the country, it will account from forty to sixty percent of the business in that particular market, you know just depending on where you're working now, working older leads guys. This, what you're hearing today, is an absolute gold mine for working older leads. Now, why is that? Well, first off, other marketing companies, they don't understand what you're hearing today. This is a whole new concept to them, and they don't have anybody to teach or train on it. Uh, most agents in our business, not only at Equus, but at other companies, they don't understand the concept. See, most agents that do mortgage protection are selling insurance. They're not solving problems or offering a solution. And today, this is all about solving a problem and offering a solution. See, we have a solution for that 72-year-old that has marginal health. Now, the client, frankly, most of them think they need to pay off the entire mortgage to provide mortgage protection because that's what the letter indicates. But when we send these letters out, We don't know if they're 28 or 68 or 78. We don't know. So the letter is somewhat generic in that because it's not geared toward a specific age. It's geared toward mortgage protection, thinking in terms of paying the mortgage off. However, it's our job to acquaint the people with a solution based on their situation. You know, they're not 28 or 38 or 48. They're 68. So we need to look at it differently. So the client initially thinks, oh, this is going to pay the whole mortgage off. Well, let me ask you a question. If we've got a 45-year-old, male or female, it doesn't matter, male and female, with a $300,000 mortgage, it's a 30-year mortgage, and all they can afford is $150,000 a 15-year term. My question to you on the call today, is this mortgage protection? Yes. Why? Because we'll keep the family in the home for several years if something happens to either the rip one. Guys, it's mortgage protection. It's keeping the family in the home. See, the reason the people sent this letter back, they sent this letter back for one reason and one reason only. If John doesn't come home because of a car wreck or heart attack, marrying the kids don't want to have to move. So if we sell them a 15-year term and 10 years from now he doesn't come home because of a car wreck or heart attack, one, they've paid the house down quite a bit. They can take this $150,000, apply it to the principal. Now the new payment is less than rent. Guys, that's mortgage protection. Did it pay the mortgage off? No, but it's kept the family in the home. So understanding those things, are, that, that's very important to what we do. Now, let's take a look at the same concept and apply it to senior citizens. We, we dealt with the 45-year-old. Now let's look at the senior citizen. Let's look at mortgage protection guys through their eyes, not yours or mine. All right, as a consumer... How are we conditioned when we're making a significant purchase? Guys, it doesn't matter what you're buying if it's a significant purchase. We're conditioned a certain way. Um, The first thing we're conditioned to do is get the prices. Second, get all the specifications. Why do we do that? So we can shop it. We want to know what is good about this product. We want to know what is lacking about this product. And then we can shop, and we can get the best product for the best price, and that's how we are all wired. Why would you think it's any different with people buying life insurance? The only thing that changes is now <clears throat> we, if we come into this, we have a solution to their problem. That's the only thing that's going to make them make that decision that day. See, If we just go in and all we offer is price, we may fit their budget, we may not. See, what we need to learn to do as agents is we need to learn how to tee up our solutions so it makes sense for the client to make a decision today. Now, let's take a look at how we go about doing that. Let me give you an example first and then we'll apply it toward insurance. Let's say you need a new TV. The old one still works, but you're having some problems, and you know it's just a matter of time. So rather than wait till the thing breaks, why not go out and start shopping to get some ideas? So we walk into the store, and the salesman walks up and says, boy, it's your lucky day. I have a $1,500 TV on sale today that you can get for $100. Now, my question to you on the call today is how many of you people on the call today would say, I'll take it? Probably none. Why not? Because you need more information. You need to compare the information on the why, what's wrong with this TV is first thought. And why would I want to buy a TV that's that big a sale? There's got to be something wrong with it. It's too good to be true. That's just the way we're wired to condition. Now, the second salesperson, walk, you walk in, and instead of telling you they've got this $1,500 TV on sale for $100, the second person says, you know, they understand what I'm talking about here. So you walk in, and you make the statement, we're looking for a TV. The good salesperson is going to ask you a question, well, well, let me ask you, John and Mary, how are you going to use this TV? Is it important for streaming movies? Do you need a smart TV to run your computer off of? What size of computer do you need? Is having a thin computer that's lighter? like light, what What things are important to you? So what's happening here is the second person is getting our mind off of the price of the TV but looking for how we're going to use it. So we start thinking about that line. Now, this second salesperson is going to build a foundation to uncover your problem. And many times when you walk in looking for that TV, you don't even know what your problem is because you don't even know what's out there in TV. It's been a while since you bought one. But what they're doing is they're building a foundation to determine what your problem is so that they can come up with a solution for that product, okay? So the agent, the salesperson, with this, this information, now they can tee up the sales. Now, if you remember a moment ago when we were talking about – well, I'll get into that in a second. Now we're going to apply this toward insurance. Well, the agent says, you know, we've got a TV that might be just what you're looking for. We sold a TV as a closeout a couple of weeks ago. It turned out to be too large to fit the customer space. It's a 65-inch TV, the size you said you were looking for. It actually is a smart TV, which would do anything that you said you wanted it to do. And you know, it's the thin light model. Now, we no longer offer this model. We're actually out of inventory on it. So this model that came back in is taking up space, and we need the space. It originally sold for $1,500, and our manager wants it gone so we can free up the space. If Now, this is a key word here. If it's still available, he'll take $100 today for it. Now, how many of you on the call today, even if you weren't interested in the TV, are suddenly interested? Probably most of us. And then this is the, the key to it here. Do you want me to check to see if it's still available? You're not thinking what's wrong with the TV anymore, are you? You're not thinking this is too good to be true. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope it's still available. My point is, can you see the difference by teeing it up? You're changing the posture of everything. See, this salesperson teed it up to do what? To get a sale now so that you're not going to another store until you find out if this TV is available, and then you're going to want to see it turned on. If it works, you own it. See the difference, okay now, how do we apply this to life insurance especially equity protection now let's build a scenario here. the client's got a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage, and all they can get, and all they can afford is a ten thousand dollar whole life final expense policy that 's all they can that 's all they qualify for. so us as the agent, we can say, well, John, all you can get is a ten thousand dollar policy um, that will allow Mary to stay in the house an extra six months before she would have to move in with one of the children. Do any of you honestly think you could sell that? Do you think anybody's going to say, yeah, I'll take it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. It makes no sense at all to buy a $10,000 policy to protect or $200, a $200,000 mortgage. makes no sense. That's what, guys, our competition is doing. So when you get these older leads, if you will figure out a way to master what we're talking about here today and understand this concept and apply Podcast 80 to it, bingo, now you're in a position to start making sales. Now, let's take a look at the agent that teased this thing up properly like the TV salesman did. Okay. Uh, John, now you have a $200,000 mortgage, and your house is worth, I think you said, about 250. Yeah, well, if something happens to you, who do you want to get that $50,000 in equity that you currently have in your home? See, now we're starting to change the tables a little bit. We're not talking about protecting a $200,000 mortgage. We're talking about ensuring 50000 in raw cash goes to the family. See, that $50,000, guys, for those of you on the call here today, that is real money and they probably want that to go to their family, for the family to get it. Now, it's our job to make that happen. We've got to build a structure, a way to make sure that happens. Now, I could tell them, like we did on the TV a minute ago, I could say, you know, um, you need $10,000 to make the payments for six months to give your family time to sell the house at a fair price so the family gets the $50,000 instead of giving that $50,000 to the bank. That's where we're going to go, but that's not the way we're going to sell it. That's not teeing it up right. That's telling them something, and I guarantee you they're going to think about it because that makes no sense or very little sense. You may get 1 out of ten, one out of 20, but you're not going to get very many of them. Guys, when I applied the concept of Podcast 80 to the information you're hearing today, literally – Sixty to eighty percent of the people bought. Why did they buy? Because I didn't use that approach. This is approach that I use. I teed it up. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, um, teeing it up leads the client to make a decision that's in their best interest and fits their budget. So here's how we tee it up. Question. <coughs> excuse me. Question number one, John. If you die, and guys. These questions, they're three, they're simple, they're bullet points. They go right straight to the heart of the problem, and that's what we do. A lot of agents will use these three questions, but they add to it so much, they lose the punch and power of the question. It's like a shotgun. One BB hits them instead of a .30-06 bullet hitting them. I want to use the .30-06 to go right straight to the heart of the problem. John, if you die, who gets the house? Well, the kids second question are they going to move into the house they're going to rent it are they probably going to sell it well they're I'm, guys they're 70 years old the kids are in their 50s they're probably going to sell it. okay question number three does it make sense to buy enough life insurance to pay the mortgage off just so the kids can sell the house Guys, I've done this on the phone enough when I was closing sales for agents. I've heard people in the background scream, no, that didn't make any sense at all. What we're doing is we're providing a solution, and then we make a statement. Now, the statement is this. What most people in your situation do is get enough coverage to make the house payment for six months to a year. That gives the family time to sell the house at a fair price so they get that $50,000 in equity. Does that pretty well describe your situation? Guys, if they say yes to that, the only thing you need to do is find a payment that fits their budget. That's all. The sale is made right there, just like the TV guy. You know, you want me to check and see if it's available? Like, gosh, yes. I mean, you want to run back there with him, make sure nobody beats him. Okay, It's the same way here. They want to make sure their family gets out of house. We're teeing it up right. Now, you can do this. You can ask the client how much their mortgage payment is so that you can figure out exactly how much coverage it will take to make six payments. And say their payment is $1,242.80 times six, that's $7,452 of coverage. Now, you can do that. And I guarantee you there are people on this call that that's what they do every day and they wonder why they're not successful. Understand your client. You're dealing with seniors. You ask a senior, hey, John, can you guys handle $60 a month? Oh, Lord, no. You know, But you ask the same client, well, how would $2 a day? Oh, we can do $2 a day. Guys, that's the same thing. $60 a month is $2 a day. So when you're doing this, start thinking this way. You know, most seniors are in a position to handle a fifty-two to $3 a day, somewhere in that range. So when I start making uh, proposals to the client, I'm going to show them something that's $40 to $50 a month. Well, Dick, it doesn't make six payments. Nobody's going to make four and a half or five. The exact amount is not what's important you remember when we started off and we had the $300,000 mortgage for the 45-year-old and all they could afford was a 15-year term for $150,000? We didn't pay the mortgage off, but we kept the family in the house. We're going to give them enough money here that the family can make the house payment long enough to get a fair price out of it. We're not going to split hairs. We're going to talk in terms of generalities. So when we get ready for the close and we're talking $50 a month, well, you know, I don't know. I said, John. That's a dollar and a half a day. Do you think you could come up with seventy five cents a day if Mary could come up with seventy five cents a day? See, it allows you to reduce it to the ridiculous. Seventy-five cents a day is ridiculous. Of course they can come up with seventy five cents a day. All right, we're gonna be talking about two dollars a day. We're gonna show a payment that's gonna be somewhere between sixty and seventy five dollars a month. I get this question all the time. I would say Four to five times a week. Well, how much should I show them? I don't know. Something that's a dollar fifty a day, something that's two dollars a day, and something that's three dollars a day. That's it, guys. Let's reduce it to the. Re- I'm reducing it to the ridiculous. Now, for you, thinking in terms of a dollar, dollar fifty a day, two dollars and three dollars a day. So I'm going to show them a forty or fifty dollar payment for each of them. I'm going to show them a sixty or seventy five dollar payment for each of them, and I'm going to show them a ninety to a hundred dollar a day payment. Payment for each of them. Now, why is this so important? I wrote a case last night for $78 a month, $2 a day. They have a whole life policy with me for final expense. This was purely equity protection. And what what I laid out to them, I showed them a 60 78 and I think the most expensive was $86 a month. And what do you want what do you think they took the one in the middle, of course, because one it was in that two dollar a day range, and it was the one in the middle. If I had showed them one payment, one if i 'd have shown them the sixty some dollar payment, they probably would have bought it, but it would have been something they might have said i got to think about it but we we presented it in such a way that they chose the one in the middle that best fit their need when you show them three options, now they're not thinking about, you know, the payment. They're thinking which one. They're not thinking, am I going to buy this for $66 a month or which one am I going to take? And you always want to be in a situation where you give them the choices, so which one, rather than focus on an individual
1: payment then. You know, I – uh, I want to close out and have on the recording, uh, David just sent us a text. And in the th- uh, time that David has been with Equis since uh, the fall of 2017, he's had five death claims, and all five were critical period policies with an APV around $1,100. Guess what $1,100 is? The Equis average. Yeah. yes, now, today with uh, the virus constraints that we are experiencing, our average is a little less than that, but who cares? They got the coverage, you got the sale. They got what they needed, you solved their problem. and when when David texted me that, this was not a half a million coverage fully underwritten. This was five people. I'm guessing probably over 60, and David had done what they needed, problem solved, been in the home, you know, uh, actually, he's just telling me they were all in their 70s, Yeah. okay? So, guys, this stuff is for using, so make certain that you're getting for the client what they need and uh, helping them solve their problem.